Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Here you go. Here you go. Dangerous. The nothing personal word of the day is dangerous. As in a dangerous precedent. As in a conversation that we are about to have about precedent, about opinion, about freedom of expression, freedom of speech, and what it is to run a league, run a team, own a team, have an opinion, state an opinion, and then get punished because of an opinion. What's been happening in the last several months since the murder of George Floyd is there has been renewed debate. There's been renewed conversation. The first day we did a show, it's got to be, I don't know, Coke, is it four weeks ago, six weeks ago, two weeks ago? We did a Monday show where we spent 45 minutes talking about race and talking about platforms and using the platform to have discussions. There have been tremendous discussions. When you have discussions on an issue, by definition, there will be people you do not agree with. There will be people who say things that hurt your ears so badly that you don't ever want to hear them talk again. There will be people who have views and thoughts that are so different than yours that you can't possibly understand how they could think the way they think or say the things they say. But the whole genesis of our country is that freedom of speech. And it's a line that sometimes is very difficult to walk. Why do I have dangerous is the nothing personal word of the day? Because the WNBA, the Women's National Basketball Association, has found itself in a bit of a pickle. And the pickle revolves a Republican senator named Kelly Loeffler. Kelly Loeffler is from Georgia. She was appointed in a special election midterm in Georgia. She is running again this coming November. She is conservative, very much within this president's base and a supporter of the president. You know from nothing personal where we talk sports, politics, business, entertainment, the intersection of everything, I've never asked you to be Republican or be Democratic or to listen or agree with me. I've only asked you to vote and to just think about your position and why you think the way you think. Kelly Loeffler, in addition to being a politician from Georgia, 
is also one of the owners of the Atlanta WNBA team. Their team, ironically, in Atlanta is called the Dream. The Atlanta Dream. I would assume, though I have no proof, and Coca and I did not cover this pre-show, that the Atlanta Dream would be named after Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. I don't know. That would seem to make sense. Although, frankly, I thought I knew why the Chicago Blackhawks were called the Chicago Blackhawks, and I assumed that they would go forward and start changing their name, but it turns out that Blackhawk was the name of an individual. The Blackhawks made a statement saying we're not changing our name. We appreciate that the Braves said they aren't, but they're going to look at the Tomahawk chap, Tomahawk chop. We appreciate the Cleveland Indians may, the Washington Redskins could, but the Chicago Blackhawks were not. So team names generally have a meaning, and it's hard to know what they are. But in this case, the Atlanta Dream is after Martin Luther King. So one of the owners is this Congresswoman Kelly Loeffler. So what leagues are doing now, it's very complicated, right? When you've got a situation in basketball, baseball, football, where you're running a league and you have to figure out what do we do once games start? And the NBA is allowing individual forms of expression on the backs of their jerseys. There's about 20 or so choices, 27 choices they can make. The NBA has decided to put Black Lives Matter on the practice courts, maybe on the regular season courts. NFL said that they're going to do the Black National Anthem prior to the first game of the season, whenever that will be. Every league is sort of figuring out, what do we do? Because we don't want to look like we're pandering. We, however, need to take into account the reality that is life in 2020. The reality of the pandemic, the reality of what is happening with the social unrest. Which, by the way, while it's possible the demonstrations and the riots and the violence, all of those forms of expression, two of which I completely approve of, one of which I completely disapprove of, disapprove of, they've calmed a bit. You don't hear about them a lot. They're off the news Is this another example where racial relations and this sort of racial injustice and systemic racism will get off the front page, it'll get to the third page, then to the 10th page, then to the back page, then out of the pages, and it'll happen all over again. That cycle of lack of progress is something that has afflicted our country for several hundred years. The hope was this was the turning point. So for it to be the turning point, conversation has to continue. By definition. So Kelly Loeffler sent a letter to Kathy Engelbert. Kathy Engelbert is the commissioner of the WNBA. I don't believe Kathy Engelbert was on the call that we did, Coca, when all the commissioners spoke to the, the president during the course of uh, the pandemic when we, when we did that phone call and explained to our listeners what was happening. But nonetheless, she's the WNBA commissioner. And Kelly Loeffler sent a letter saying the following. I adamantly oppose the Black Lives Matter political movement, which has advocated for the defunding of police, called for the removal of Jesus from churches and the disruption of nuclear family structure, harbored anti-Semitic views and promoted violence and destruction across the country. I believe it is totally 
misaligned with the values and goals of the WNBA and the Atlanta Dream, where we support tolerance and inclusion. That is a well-written letter. I'm not comparing this to Deshaun Jackson or even Steven Jackson, who somehow supported Deshaun Jackson. Check out that video if you want to waste a minute of your life. There is no defending Deshaun Jackson. But Kelly Loeffler writes a letter and says, I don't agree that we should be putting Black Lives Matter on the court, but if you're going to do it, how how about putting the American flag on the jersey? The same American flag that MLB put on the jersey after 9-11. I was a part of watching all of those American flags get put on the Expos jerseys. I was with the Expos at the time. They were on every jersey following 9-11 for the rest of the season. There's nothing wrong with having the American flag on a jersey. Kelly Loeffler was immediately censured. Athletes in the WNBA spoke up. Owners spoke up. We want her out. She may not be a part of the WNBA. The WNBA was forced to release an immediate statement that said the WNBA is based on the principle of equal and fair treatment of all people. And we, along with the teams and players will continue to use our platforms to vigorously advocate for social justice. Senator Kelly Loeffler has not served as a governor of the Atlanta dream since October, 2019 and is no longer involved in the day-to-day business of the team. People were applauding. The WNBA acted quickly, forcefully, separating themselves from her. I don't know that I could disagree more with her political views. Not relevant. I don't know that I could agree more with her right to send a letter where she is saying what she believes. And for that to be used, and the WNBA was very careful here. They had their lawyers look at it. The statement was very clear that she has not been a governor since October 2019. That's not a long time ago. That's prior to the writing of this letter. Kelly Loeffler has been in the news because she's extremely conservative, extremely pro-Trump. And when you are extremely conservative and extremely pro-Trump, during this time You are being looked at as though you don't have the right to believe what you believe. In my view, you do not have the right to be racist. You do not have the right to be prejudicial based on race, color, sex, age. But you absolutely have the right to write, R-I-G-H-T, to W-R-I-T-E, a letter. Do you remember Kelly Loeffler? We talked about her on a show a long, long time ago. Do you remember she's the same senator who was married to a man who was involved in the government shutdown when it came to COVID? I think I have the story right. She sold all of her stock. Coke is whispering in my ear. She sold her stocks during the COVID breakout. She made all that money. 
and she's now agreed either to give back the profits or maybe she's agreed. Her husband is the chairman of the, uh, of the stock exchange. And uh, there's a chance that she was aware of what was happening. That's a crime. So I'm not talking about her criminal activity. And I'm not really talking about her in general as a conservative member of the House of Congress. I'm talking about the dangerous precedent that a league has the right to get rid of someone based on what they believe. Now, let's draw distinctions. Anyone remember Donald Sterling? Donald Sterling was caught on tape being racist. Marge Schott, racist. Donald Sterling was forced to sell the Clippers to now Steve Ballmer for a heavy profit. It is the right of a league to decide who members of that fraternity can be. That is a private club, and they have a right to decide who will join that club. That right is based on rules. It cannot be based on any violations of the Constitution. You cannot say that you must have a black guy instead of a white guy or a white guy instead of a brown guy or a brown guy instead of a red guy. You cannot do that. You can't say you'll take a 50-year-old over a 60-year-old over a 20-year-old, but you could have a set of rules. You can put financial conditions in. You can decide who is going to be the president of your team, the commissioner of your league. All of those things are perfectly within legal rights. But what happens when Kelly Loeffler is not allowed to run a team that was, she in theory was hired by the owner of the Atlanta Dream? She may be a co-owner, a partial owner, it doesn't matter. She was involved in the operation. The WNBA steps in and says, no, you're going to say that you oppose the Black Lives Matter political movement. How about starting a conversation? What does that mean? Does that mean by definition she's racist the way people think our president is? Let me hear it from her. Let me see her on record as being racist the way we see other racists on record. If you don't support the Black Lives Matter political movement, does that mean you're racist? Because you don't want just Black Lives Matter on the courts and you want to match that with an American flag on a jersey. Does that make you racist? Does that vote to do your job running a team or owning a team? It's a slippery slope and it's dangerous because what happens when you are not on the right side? Now, in this case, I've gone on record and told you history will look back at demons and say there's a right side and a wrong side and you better get on the right side. But history is not always this clear. The always this clear. Up every day where you don't know what the right side is until after you, you have distance. There's never a right side when it comes to racism, but there's always room for discussion when it comes to freedom of speech. You know, on college, many of which are liberal, they bring in conservative speakers. And what's happened is that students have blocked those conservative speakers from even being able to talk. They have stopped those speeches. 
I want to hear from everybody. How else do you make an informed opinion if you don't have a frame of reference? How do you know that you're a Democrat if you don't understand Republicans? How do you know you're a Republican if you don't understand Democrats? How do you know what you believe in if you don't study both sides of an issue? It doesn't matter what the issue is. There are certain issues that don't require study because those aren't issues. Those are moral character traits. Being racist is not an issue. That's a character trait. I don't need to study to tell you that I'm not racist. But I do need to study and read both sides to understand in a business environment when it's okay to let one person say something, but only if that person says what you want them to say. To let one person write something, but only if that person writes something you want them to write. If you've listened to this segment and you believe that I am in favor of Kelly Loeffler, the politician, then you need to listen to the segment again. So you want to talk to Samson. It's a good segue. So you want to talk to Samson. It's something that we do here. Here's how it works. Follow me on uh Twitter at David P. Sampson. Go into the DMs and ask a question. So you want to talk to Sampson comes from the movie Half Baked, where everybody was completely baked, and they all wanted to talk to Sampson, who was the star of the movie, except I don't think he had any lines. By the way, that's Dave Chappelle. The old, that, it's an old movie with Dave Chappelle in it. Coco, am I wrong? Isn't Dave Chappelle in Half Baked? I'm I'm 99.9% sure that I that I, my memory's correct on this. So so you want to talk to Samson? Somebody wrote the following. The Marlins had the same facial hair policy as the Yankees. Andrew McCutcheon recently said the policy quote takes away from our individualism. What was your position as president of the Marlins and has that position changed? That's an awesome question. We've talked about the hair policy so much within our clubhouse, within our front office. We are the perfect team to talk about it because the Marlins had the same hair policy as the Yankees. Let's give you some background. The Yankees under George Steinbrenner, the old owner of the team, his son is now the owner George passed away. George was the owner when we won the World Series for him in 2003 when the Marlins beat the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. By the way, the last team to ever celebrate a World Series in the old Yankee Stadium. By the way, the 100th anniversary of the World Series. Do you think baseball wanted the Yankees or the Cubs or Red Sox to win that World Series? Nope, it's the Marlins. Yippee. So the Yankees have a hair policy. It's very simple. No facial hair, number one. Number two, your hair cannot go below the collar of your shirt. That's the rule. Very simple. No facial hair and the hair on your head, should you have any, cannot go below the collar of your shirt. When Andrew McCutcheon was sent to the Yankees a few years ago, 
he wore very long hair and it was braided. It was dreadlocks and he was known. And this is him talking. He derived much of his identity in his mind from those dreadlocks. He said, it's how people recognize me. I would recognize Andrew McCutcheon based on the fact that he was an MVP and one of the great players in his prime that I was able to watch way past his prime. This doesn't mean that the deal he signed with the Phillies, who is currently on a three-year deal for $50 million, complete waste of money. He's not the player he used to be, not even C-L-O-S-E. But this isn't about Andrew McCutcheon, the player. Andrew McCutcheon went public, not as a Yankee, he's now a Philly, saying, I was very unhappy with the Yankees while I was in awe of wearing the pinstripes I was unhappy that I had to cut my dreadlocks. It took away from my individualism. Is he trying to be controversial here? No. Is he trying to say that there is a lack of individualism when you have a dress code? Hmm. You know what? You're right, Andrew. There is. The U.S. Army makes you cut your hair short and you have to wear your A number one uniform or your camouflage uniform. When you work on Wall Street, there's a dress code. You got to wear a jacket and tie. Maybe there's casual Fridays where you can wear khaki pants. You can't go to work in sweatpants. My individualism says I want to go to work in sweatpants. Okay, that's great. You're fired. You want to be on the air at CBS? You look like a mensch. You comb your hair. Put on a blazer. Well, I did tell him I won't wear ties. Since I moved to Florida, I really don't want to wear a tie. So I don't wear ties. It's what I wear when I'm doing nothing personal. I wear a blazer and I wear a shirt. Now that I'm doing it from home, I'm in shorts without shoes. But in the studio, when I was going to the studio, once in a while, I'd even have pants on. Is my individualism taken away? Because I have a boss who says this is the code of conduct. What about for people who play golf and they're told they can't drive the cart onto the fairway? Well, I'm an individual. I want to drive it on the fairway. Is Andrew McCutcheon saying it was a racial issue? That is a black man cutting his dreadlocks took away from his ability to show his individualism as a black man. Well, I don't believe so because we had the same rule for white people and black people, brown people, red people, green people, and purple people. It doesn't matter what your color is. This is a Yankee rule. And by the way, we didn't start it for you, Andrew McCutcheon. And by the way, an old manager of mine, Don Mattingly, I had many discussions about this with him. He got in trouble with the Yankees because he wouldn't shave his mustache. He had a fight with George Steinbrenner about it. When Jeffrey Loria bought the Marlins, bought the Expos and then moved to the Marlins, one thing that he always had was a hair policy. He had and instituted as the owner the same policy that the Yankees had. Whether I disagreed with it or not, not relevant. Whether the players liked it or not, not relevant. One of the benefits of ownership is if you're writing the checks, you get to make the rules. So the Marlins had the rules, and we'd go back and forth sometimes. It wasn't necessarily consistently applied, and that was one of the issues that we had with some of our players, whether it was Jose Fernandez or Giancarlo Stanton. 
you know, Jean-Carlo Stanton always kept hair right here. He kept his, I think they called it a soul patch because the rules kept changing in his mind. The Yankees were pretty consistent in their application of the rule. My position as president of the Marlins is that I wanted consistency. If, if Jeffrey, as owner, wanted no hair, that's the rule, no hair. If he wanted hair for one person and not everybody else, then that's the rule. One person can have a beard and everybody else can't. If he wanted four people to be allowed to have beards and 21 people not, that's the rule. If he wanted to allow people to have beards but they had to shave them a certain way, that's the rule. And I completely respect his ability to make that rule. I also know for a fact that Jeffrey, and I know for a fact George Steinbrenner, they were not doing this rule in order to take away anyone's individualism. They were doing it because it was their view of what looks professional. It was their view of what they wanted associated with their brand, which was the Yankees or the Marlins or the Expos. It's the same thing as Major League Baseball saying you can't cover the logo on your helmet with pine tar. That is up to Major League Baseball. Those are the brands. Great respect for it. I would talk to players about it. One conversation in particular was with a guy named Andrew Kashner. Some of you may remember we traded a, uh, a player named Josh Naylor and a player named Carter Capps. Carter Capps, the guy who threw about 120 through like Sid Finch, except he jumped off the rubber. He was totally illegal. We knew he was going to get hurt, and we knew that he would not be effective if they ever actually made him follow the rules, which he had to follow once he became effective because then other teams started telling on him. That's a little thing that goes on in baseball, by the way. When you stink, you can break whatever rules you want. You could have pine tar. You can have nail files in your pocket. You can have Vaseline on the ball. You can cork your bat. You can do anything you want. When you start hitting home runs, when you start throwing shutouts, people are going to pay closer attention. I have no idea why I was talking about that, Coca. I literally have no idea. Except what I do know is Kashner came to the Marlins in a Mid-season trade, we needed a starting pitcher. We thought he'd be good. He stunk, and he had this big beard, and he didn't want to shave it. So I spoke to Cashner, and I said, listen, here's the rule. It's very simple. You have to shave it, or we're not going to let you pitch. And if we don't let you pitch, you're not going to get paid. And if you don't pitch and then get paid, you're going to have a hard time signing a free agent deal next year because you're going to be a free agent. Just pitch. He talked to me about Samson. The strength of Samson was through his hair. I'm, I believe he knew my last name at the time. I said, Andrew, strength or not, Samson or not, you got to shave. If you don't want to, just let us know so we can have a replacement ready when it's your turn to pitch. So he shaves his beard, he has a terrible season, and years later, he's still talking about the fact that he couldn't perform because he was forced to shave. Do you think that as a president of a team, I want a player on the team's performance is related to whether or not he has a beard or whether or not he has a certain haircut? Forget about it. I want someone who can win in the dark, who can win with long hair, and short hair and no hair. 
who can win because he's good and ready. I don't think care policies take away from individualism. And if they do, that's the point. But the real issue is that it doesn't. It's the owner's game. His rules. So you want to talk to Samson. Thank you. After the break, we're going to talk about the fifth borough. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome back. I watch a movie, as you know, every day. And movies are, uh, I watch movies, TV shows, and we review them. You know, the Oscars, the Academy Awards, my favorite time of year. We mentioned that the Oscars were moved from February to April this year. It's very unclear which movies are going to be nominated. There's no buzz because there's been no movies in theaters. It's all a complete mess. Movies are now being released straight to video, which used to be the death of a movie. When you heard the words STV, no, no, not STD, STV, straight to video. Get your minds out of the gutter. Straight to video meant that the movie was crap and that you shouldn't bother watching it. So the King of Staten Island went straight to video. I paid $19.99. It's a movie with Pete Davidson, Everyone figure out Staten Island, five boroughs of New York. Staten Island's one of them. I've been to Staten Island many times, the greatest time of which was the five times I was there to start the New York Marathon. They have a great borough president. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, we've never met except on Twitter. The king of Staten Island. What's wrong with being the king of what people consider to be the stepchild of the boroughs. I never considered it that way, but there are people who do. They've got a very serious Manhattan complex. This movie's with Pete Davidson in all of his glory. He is playing himself, basically. In the movie, his character's father died in a fire, died in 9-11 as a fireman. He basically sits in his basement like Wayne and Garth gets stoned with friends and talks about nonsense and is going nowhere, living with his mother, played by Marissa Tomei. By the way, Marissa Tomei, the Academy Award winning actress from My Cousin Vinny, Best Supporting Actress, that same Marissa Tomei, who's been in all these unbelievable movies. Coke is telling me that his dad died in 9-11. I said that. That's, I thought I was saying that, Coca, and if not, I was getting to that. Thank you, though, Coca. So people are calling this sort of biographical. 
So in the movie, Pete Davidson's dad, the character he plays, his dad dies 9-11. In real life, Pete Davidson's dad did die 9-11. So Pete Davidson's character is not going anywhere. His mother's Marissa Tomei, et cetera. The movie brings a male figure into his life who happens to be a fireman. And it is the story of his redemption, his recovery, and the beginning of his getting back to living when he thought there was no reason. I spent the entire movie thinking about Pete Davidson in real life. And I'm watching the movie thinking that he's not acting. He's literally playing himself, playing this character. Doesn't mean it's not acting. Let me take that back. Because when I played Lauren Michaels in that play, Not Ready for Primetime, people would say I wasn't acting because the kid was very much like me. So it was acting. So Pete Davidson was acting, but the character he was playing was a character that he could very much relate to. There are people who have not liked this movie because it's a little slow. There's people who have not liked this movie because it's hard to look at. It's difficult to feel and see the pain that is Pete Davidson's character because it bleeds into the headlines that Pete Davidson, the man, has been making. The fear of suicide, the on-again, off-again relationships with Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale, this woman, that woman, his issues with Saturday Night Live. You feel like it's a train wreck that you're watching and can't turn away. That's what King of Staten Island is like. You can't turn away, but you're waiting because you're almost positive something really bad is going to happen. You should check it out. Now, will it be nominated for an Academy Award? It's directed by Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow and his daughter, Maud, who, by the way, went to Northwestern, dropped out of Northwestern, became a full-time actress. She plays Pete Davidson's sister in the movie. She's the little girl who was in... Um, 40-year-old virgin as the kids of Paul Rudd and real-life mother Judd Aptow's wife. And the longer I go, you'll now realize why I can't remember her name. She was the sister in Knocked Up uh, playing next to Catherine Heigl. Coca, I'm going crazy. What's the name of Judd Aptow's wife? Leslie Mann. Thank you. Leslie Mann and Judd Aptow, the director, had a daughter, Maude, who plays Pete Davidson's sister. You should check out the movie. Will Judd Apatow be nominated? I don't think he'll be nominated for Best Director. I don't think he'll be nominated for Best Writing. I don't think Pete Davidson will be nominated for Best Actor. But you know who could get a nomination? Wait for it. Wait for it. How about nothing personal with David Sampson? Matthew Coca, the producer, and I... David Sampson. Together, we have a chance to win something called the People's Choice Podcast Award. CBS has put nothing personal up for a People's Choice Podcast Award. I have a favor. If you're watching this on YouTube, first of all, thank you for subscribing to Nothing Personal with David Sampson, the YouTube channel. Or if you're on Apple or wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the others. There's a description of this show. In the description, there's going to be a link. It's a link for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. What you do is you sign up. It'll take two seconds. And then there'll be a drop down in the sports category. There's different categories. 
we have a chance to be nominated in the sports category. We're a sports podcast, but loyal nothing personal listeners know that we do a lot more than just sports here. We have a unique voice and we're so appreciative of your loyalty. But my favor is might as well get nominated because then I can be one of the people to finally say what everyone says when they're so full of crap. Hey, to me, being nominated was the same as winning. That's what losers say. But I want the chance to be that loser. Go to People's Choice Podcast Awards. It's a link in the details. We'll put it on YouTube as well. Voting ends July 31st. So please, as soon as you can, whatever date this is today, it's July 8th, whenever you're listening to this, go to the sports category and there's a drop-down menu. Choose nothing personal because fan votes matter. The judges of this category for People's Choice Podcast Awards in the sports category do look at the fans and what they like. So for that, I appreciate you. Who's ready for some baseball? Coke and I are. So two weeks from tomorrow is July 23rd. Two weeks from tomorrow is opening day. July 23rd, 7.08 p.m. Coca and I at 7.08 p.m. will be with Hugo, the official barber of the Marlins, the greatest barber in all of baseball, the man who has been cutting my hair since 2002. Coca and I are going to his shop called Heads Up in Miami Gardens, and we are getting cut, our hair and our beards taken off, July 23rd at 7.09 p.m. One minute after opening night's first pitch between the Yankees and the Nationals. By the way, Coke, I just realized there could be a delay. What if there's going to be some sort of ceremony? Oh, wait a minute. There's no fans. So they'll do the ceremony way before. It's a nationally televised game, which is why it's starting at 08 after the hour first pitch, which means, Coca, it actually will have a first pitch of 08. 708 in this case, which means we will be in Hugo's shop called Heads Up Barbershop at 708, two weeks from tomorrow, July 23rd. And these beers are coming off. Yes. I can't even imagine what my face looks like anymore. But what happens if, don't even say it, Coca. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. There will be baseball. People are going to be smart and careful. They're going to wear masks. They're going to stop testing positive. They will not delay baseball. Come on, Coca. Have some positivity. Give me some vibes. I mean, listen, Aaron Judge said he's ready. Can you imagine? Aaron Judge said yesterday, I'm game ready. He had a fractured rib. He was out. He was going to miss the beginning of the season. He wanted to be ready for opening day. Ha, ha, ha. He's ready for opening day, July 23rd instead of March 26th. Just FYI, right? April, May, June, July. The month is four. The season is starting four months late. Aaron Judge is just ready now. He would have missed two-thirds of the season. But he's not. He's ready for opening. I don't know how he can be ready for opening day. These teams are playing against each other. The Yankees released an entire squad that they were the bombers against the somethings and it was the first team against the minor league team they played each other all these teams are playing each other and everyone's saying we're good 
everyone's saying we're going to be ready. Well, I had 18 spring trainings, and I'd like to tell you that there's no chance they're all going to be ready. I don't see how, with as many as three exhibition games, that the Yankees or any team will be in a position to start the regular season full guns a-blazing. The pitchers are going out, and there's a lot of talk, but I don't want you to pay attention to it. Garrett Cole went five innings in the intra-squad game. So here's how it works. Major League Baseball players claim that they get as up for throwing against themselves as they do against other teams, but they don't. They say they get as up for a spring training game as they do for a regular season game, but they don't. They say they get as up for a regular season game as they do for a playoff game, but they don't. They say it's up for a playoff game as they do for a World Series game, but they don't. Garrett Cole's five innings against his fellow Yankee minor leaguers or even major leaguers is not anywhere near facing the Washington Nationals lineup. Spring training games go on for a month for a reason. There are a month of spring training games. Yeah, it's a pain in the neck. I did 18 of them. It's every day. And you know you've got 162 games and you've got 30 spring training games. 192 games in about 215 days. It's A-L-O-T, but it's N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. Why? Because it guarantees that the players will be ready to face live pitching, that their bat speed and their bodies and their arms will all be adjusted. And all we're hearing now from teams, David Ross, the new manager. Did you forget David Ross is the manager of the Cubs? I did. He replaced Joe Madden, who's now the manager of the Angels. David Ross said, Craig Kimbrell looks great, ready to roll, midseason form. Forget the fact that he gave up a home run to Wilson Contreras. Yes, that's his teammate. Of course, I forget that too. We don't really look at results in spring training. It's about readiness. It doesn't matter that Craig Kimbrell Kimbrell gave up a home run to Wilson Contreras. It doesn't matter. What matters is that he's got to get enough innings and enough pitches thrown. He's got to go back to back in competitive situations to be ready for a season. Garrett Cole's got to face another team and go through the order twice, three times, and then be ready. What kind of quality are we sacrificing by this truncated spring training? What kind of injuries are we up against? All the leagues are dealing with this. I don't like what baseball is doing right now is you've got managers who have been told, and I would have done the exact same thing. So if I were still in baseball, I'd be telling Don Madden, listen, here's how it works, Don. We're going to make sure that we get out there in public, that our players are ready, and that we have no excuses. We're starting the season strong. It's a 60-game sprint. We're tied for first. We're going to go into September in the playoff race. We're going to market the fact that we're in the race I would give Don Manley all these talking points. Tell the players to be excited that you thought you were going to lose 100 games. No, you're actually in the playoff race. You can make your own destiny. Give me a break. Seriously. Day 115. I've got bags under my eyes. I've got hair on my forehead. I've got hair in my mouth. Wilson and I are in an argument. It's been that kind of day. The ML Beer Challenge has been going on for 115 days. 
Okay, I have a correction to make. Listen, I was thinking about this. Yesterday's show, which is the show on July 7th, 2020, I was talking about Patrick Mahomes and his contract. And I said that money, what matters is money that's in your pocket. And I was trying to be funny in French. And I said, don't in mon my poche the money that matters is in my pocket. And as I was saying, don't mon poche, I said to myself, that doesn't sound right, but I'm saying it in my head. I'm not saying it out of my mouth during the show. Wouldn't you know it? I get two calls immediately after the show. One from my sister, Nancy. Two from Terry Verts, an astronaut. Terry Verts, the astronaut from the space shuttle, the astronaut who lived on the International Space Station. That guy calls me up and says, David, by the way, Posh is feminine. It's don ma posh, not don mon posh. M-O-N is my masculine. M-A is my feminine. In French, you've got to learn which words you use the masculine, which words you use the feminine. By the way, just a little funny side note. Back when this started, there was only two choices. There was male, female, and that's it. There was no they, them. It was he or she. It was he, him, she, her. Now there's a they, them. Learning French, you had to learn what was masculine, what was feminine, but it wasn't sexist to me. It was about trying to get an A on a test and remembering which words required a modifier that was le, which is male, versus la, which is female, mon, which is male, ma, which is female. I promise to always give you corrections. When I say something wrong, I'm wrong. That's the bottom line. And I was wrong. It's all my poche. And I'm fine when people correct me. Do you know why? It's very simple. Because what's good for me and good for you is good for us. And in all cases, I know when I'm wrong that it's just business. It's nothing personal. Mother's Day is almost here. And you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.